everyone, and welcome to episode number nine of Columbus Local Podcast. This evening we have Ember Solis, and she's brought some friends with her today. We're also uh, live streaming on Instagram, which is uh, courtesy of the crew here. Um, but uh, say hello. Hello. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? It's a pleasure to meet you today. Thanks for having us. And who have you brought with you today? Uh, I have my co-writer, Scott Lee. Scott, how are you? Great. And my best friend since before birth, Jerrica Archie. And Jerrica, how, how are you involved with the, with the, with the project, with the, the music project? Um, I do some filming behind the scenes, but mostly I'm just like a crazy super fan stalker. <laughs> A crazy super fan stuff. She brought me along, though. I call her my social media manager when we're in professional settings. That's cool. She's being very humble. She does a lot with social media. And Scott, what's your your role with Ember Solis? I'm her co-writer, and uh, she writes the lyrics, and I write the music for the most part. Uh, We dabble in each other's uh, business on that, but mostly uh, those are our strengths. And then I also play the keyboard for her. Awesome. Awesome. And Ember, what, what are you performing in, in your band? I am the lead vocalist and front woman. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And how long has, uh, has this been together? Like two and a half years. Two and a half. About, so right before yeah. COVID or, or during COVID? Like during COVID. Um, 2021, mm. about February, I was throwing a um, online fundraiser for a local pet shelter and um, I asked Scott if he would please record some piano for me for uh, what was it can't help falling in love with you and um, he said not only will I do that but also would you like to write music together and I was like "Uh, yeah (laughs) (laughs) so that was how the project was born and then it just kind of snowballed from there awesome and so how how many um how many records have you guys produced to date? I know there's there's some out there on you know social media platforms. Mm-hmm. And I think we have seven songs total. We have a Christmas CD with four. So yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, that's awesome. And you guys are in progress uh, of of creating a new album, mm-hmm. correct? Currently, yes. It's called The Looking Glass, um, and our first release is going to be like the first week of July, I think. Oh, wow. July. So, so it's week. coming. Yeah. Keep it simple. Yeah, good, uh, good timing with, with this conversation too. Hopefully, you know, um, I, uh, I would be interested to know who's actually helping you guys produce that, that album. Yeah. Um, his name is Finestro. He's in Lynchburg, Virginia. And I actually met him on social media. I kind of stalked him for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this guy's really good. And he's got a lot of, um, you know, credentials and things that are like above where he should be. You know what I mean? Like he's gonna blow up like any mm-hmm. second. And I think I snuck in there right at the right time, <laughs> snuck mm-hmm. into those DMs. And I'm like, hey, do you want to work together? And he took his time getting back to me too. Like he was checking us out. And I think what we finally landed on was that we both have the values that we want to spread to the world. And it's not just music to make music and music to make money. It's music to put out a good message and have good values and things for sure. Like that, so. Yeah. You know, that's always, um, it's always a good thing to, you know, finding the right musicians, but then finding the right people to work with. And when you find that it's, it's a gift, you know, mm-hmm. it's good stuff. 
And it um, seems like he had the right, uh, certainly the talent and certainly the vision uh, that tied in with ours. And he also, he just felt like the third leg of the stool that we were looking for to bring that stability and bring the, uh, and bring the piece that was missing and put it in place. And we've been really thrilled with him. Yeah, that's great. That's great to hear. Um, so that's coming up and that's, that's really exciting. Um, you're also really, uh, involved in live shows in the Columbus area, mm-hmm. right? Are you outside of the Columbus area with your, with your, uh, live shows? We're getting there. I keep trying to push some shows. We have one coming up in Cleveland and then most exciting, I think is we're going to play at the Hard Rock Cafe in Myrtle Beach. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> I know. Early August, yes. <laughs> That's like hitting the big time, man. It totally it's is. fun. I about, I about died when I opened that email. It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, when is that show? August 9th. Okay, so that's coming up too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, you guys are you're booking all over. All over. Yeah. yeah. And we great. have like two different kinds of shows basically. We have like our duo set, which is more like jazzy, and we do some musical theater type stuff. And then we have like the full band, which is where we're just like rocking. So. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Um, I actually bought a, <clears throat> excuse me, I, bu- I bought a ticket last, was it last week? You guys played at. Um, Natalie's. Natalie's, yeah. yeah. And um, I got tied up with my day job work, and I, I, I missed the show. It was like 11 o'clock at night, and I was like, man, by the time I get there, I think you guys were wrapping up. You so I was, I was, dis- I was, dis- <laughs> well, I was very disappointed. I mean, I was really looking, actually looking forward to it. And, um, but I'm going to catch another one. Maybe I'll go to South Carolina when you guys hit because I, have, I do have family there. So, so do I. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, but thank you for supporting us. I oh, yeah. It's great. Yeah. yeah. But we're all around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we're all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Um, you we're know. at ComFest coming up. Uh, we were at Marysville last week. We, yeah, so a lot, a lot of booking. We're all around. And where can we find um, where you list your shows? Um, they're all listed on my website. I try really hard to keep up, the, up to date. It's com. And then you can do slash performances, and that'll take you to the to the list of performances. Oh, that's that's cool. Yep. So that um, and that's that's convenient because everybody's always out there surfing, looking around. Um, I'll uh, uh, personally, you know, stay in touch with with, with, with those uh, those platforms. Um, Thank you. So, you know, recording is a completely different animal as opposed to live performance mm-hmm. um do you have a process that you follow that you find that you're you know kind of naturally utilizing when, when you create your music in the studio or yeah, in the studio in the studio so it takes a few times yeah. like i gotta get out of my head because it's it's just it's so different when you're like isolated and you can hear every little thing that your voice is doing and I'm such a perfectionist anyway, like it's hard for me to kind of unplug and go for the, remember the emotion of the song and why I'm doing it versus like just having a perfect um, song, you know, product. So a lot of that is like getting, getting a few reps out (laughs) and getting into that zone where I'm like just having fun and not thinking so hard about what exactly I'm doing. (laughs) So are you writing like in the studio while you're 
while you're creating, Mm-mm. you have that part done. Oh yeah. Okay. I try to get stuff memorized. If I'm, if I'm reading off of something, I'm not in my body, which is where I need to be. Mm. I have to be in my body when I record. But sometimes we write harmonies as we go mm. and, uh, and we'll add them a, a part at a time and see what it leads us to. And so we have an adventure with harmonies and <laughs> see, see where it goes. The choir of embers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. That sounds, um, it sounds like, um, you know, you guys are friends mm-hmm. and you know, that, that again, I think is a gift when you're able to find someone to collaborate with and, yes. and create with. Um, so you're really fortunate, you know, yes. a, lot, a lot of us are out there still searching around, and, <laughs> um, but you know, it, it's an evolution and, um, how long Ember, have you been involved in music? What was your first memory of music? My first solo and my first music memory, really. I mean, well, my first, okay. My first solo was third grade. I was the little grandma in the gingerbread play. The little grandma. Really. Little grandma. Wow. And that, then, that's got to be the most wild story you guys have. <laughs> right? yeah, the little grandma. <laughs> No, and then my my dad um, has played piano his entire life, so I grew up listening to that, a lot of Beethoven and Mozart and ragtime things like that. So I just always grew up around music, and eventually, like my dad would play the piano and I would sing, and we'd do a lot of Broadway and stuff like that. So yeah, my whole life. I've gotten to know her dad pretty well, and when I visit there, as soon as he sits at the piano, she runs right behind, and she's there. <laughs> it's like automatic. She's singing, and yeah. it's just a great thing. That's a combination. Oh, so you're always you're always singing mm-hmm. all day, mm-hmm. yeah. every day. Oh God, yeah, my poor yeah. husband. <laughs> He's like, stop! I just wanted to be quiet for two so minutes. So em- Ember, em- Ember is married. Ember is married. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Almost, uh, oh my God, 12 years. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's great. 11. We just said 10. So almost, almost 11 years. Congratulations. Thanks. Yeah. That's wonderful. Hey, Scott, we're going to have to, you're going to get a little closer to the mic because I think okay. you're, you're not as high in the, in the mix. Okay. It's all good. All right. Thank we want to, we want to hear you. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so from third grade, then you're, you're doing, you're, you, you get bit, right? Mm-hmm. And then, so, you know, where'd you go in high school? Did you, did you start with bands then? Or when, when did that come about for you? So my best friend, at the time, Jericho wasn't there at that time. She was in. She moved. She moved. <laughs> mm, we won't talk about that. No, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's her fault. <laughs> no, my uh, one of my best friends learned to play guitar, and so I am very competitive, and I taught myself how to play guitar. <laughs> so that was mostly it. It was songwriting with guitar that I did myself, and um, you know, I would play at some coffee shops and stuff like that in high school, but I did a lot of musical, the, I did all the musical theater. Oh, well, it, now theater is a little different, right? Uh, <laughs> not as different as you would think, <laughs> to be honest. We do musicals. Mm-hmm. They, were, they were all musicals. Mm-hmm. So you're singing, you're singing your heart out, mm-hmm. having a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. played Maria in the Sound of Music last summer in Delaware. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was literally a dream come true i was so depressed when it was over <laughs> she was fabulous yeah thanks 
I'm familiar. I personally, I'm not involved in theater, but but Beth, Beth is um, she's a managing director of one of the local theater companies. And oh, really? So she Which helps one? produce Pace. Oh, oh neat. They yeah. didn't come to the Unified auditions. <laughs> yeah, they're oh. actually they're casting now. I want to check it out. We'll really? have to talk with her later. I think there might be some chorus spots open maybe yes. at this point. Okay. I think the main, main characters are cast, but maybe you can fit it in. <laughs> with my busy schedule. We're actually, I'm in a, in a musical right now. Um, the, it's called Doodah Parade, the musical. It's with Musical Land Theater. <laughs> it's very silly. <laughs> and this is current for you? Yeah, it's going on on July 30th. Or June 30th and July 1st. Yep. Down in the So that's coming up north. too. Where do you make time for all these things? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't think it's so planned as much as she just does everything every day to the fullest and never wastes a second. And then when she is dead tired, she falls asleep and then she <laughs> wakes up the next day and does the same thing. I'm not sure it's so carefully choreographed or planned as much yeah. as she's just, a, she's just a bundle of energy. I feel guilty when I take time to rest, which I know is not healthy, mm. but that's just kind of how I'm wired. I don't know. But, but the other thing is like, that it's so much fun. Like even the, the marketing and building the website and the designs, like I love Canva. I'm so addicted to Canva. I enjoy it. And like mm. hours can pass and I've made all these like promo things and videos and, and yeah. I don't know when we're, we're practicing or recording. It's just, it time flies. It's, it's not work when you feel mm. like this. Good yeah. For you. In some ways it feels like she's just everywhere and it's not organized. And then in other ways, I feel like at every minute she's thinking, what's the best thing I can do with this minute yeah. because she's getting so much done in a day. I do try to stay organized. I make mm -hmm. lists of, you know, what needs to be happening right now to get the next thing done. And mm -hmm. uh, for example, <laughs> I am also uh, the founder of Resi Fest, which is I wanted you're familiar to talk with. about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So on top of all these things we just talked about, <laughs> you have you have you have this coming up, right? And what is this again? So it's called Resi Fest, yeah. and it's for resilience within the community, and it focuses on mental health. And um, yeah, we're doing two stages worth of music. We have vendors, artists, food trucks. We have a kid zone, and we have. Um, uh, not a resilient space, restoration space where we're going to have like yoga teachers and maybe some massage chairs and just a place to go like Zen out for a minute. So I'm really excited about it. But then the most important thing is we're going to have a whole shelter full of mental health resources that people can come and find what they need, hopefully, and within the community. That's such a wonderful um, cause. And um, I'm looking forward to it. You know, I, um, when, when um, you and I first started to talk about doing a podcast, um, you had um, asked me to, <clears throat> excuse me, um, consider being a sponsor. And I'm, so I'm, I'm pleased to be a sponsor of, of this uh, Resi Fest. And um, I, uh, I think that um, it's going to be a, uh, a fabulous event. And um, I, I wish you a lot of luck, you know, and pulling together I'll help as much as I can you know? thank you I appreciate that continue to do so um, but that's that's exciting and that's that's coming up on September 16th mm -hmm. right 2023 mm -hmm. 
and um, lots of music, lots of food, and um, but it's going to bring the awareness of uh, mental health and community uh, supporting. So yes. hopefully those listening will will do that in Plain City. What's the name of the park that it's going to be? It's called Pastime Park. Okay, right in uh, Plain City, Ohio. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, um, and I'm going. To, I'm planning to be there too, um, and interviewing some of the bands yeah. that, that come off the stage. Give them an opportunity to talk about their backgrounds, talk about what's going on with them, and um, that'll be a good exposure for everyone involved. Yeah, one of the things I put in my um, questionnaire for people that want to apply to be a musician, I'm like, why is this festival important to you? And if they're like. I just want to play in front of new people. I'm like, "Mm, it's not good enough. Like I want people that are in this for a reason, you know, they feel strongly about mental health and why it's important in their life. So, yeah. I, and if it's, you can say, you know, this is getting too personal, but I was just curious, maybe some of the inspirational points to to bring you to produce this festival. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, 10 years ago, my best friend that I talked about that was playing guitar and then I, decided to pick up guitar. Um, she lost her life due to bipolar disorder. Um, so she completed suicide and it was absolutely devastating. I, it still seems like I'm talking about somebody else sometimes, like it's weird, but, Mm um, you know, after that, I actually dedicated my first album to her and did like a silent auction and raised, um, it was like eleven or twelve hundred dollars for um, North Central Mental Health here in Columbus, and um, I just it just lit a fire in my heart. And I struggle with depression myself, um, and um, like I had an eating disorder for seven years, and I don't want anybody to have to feel the way that I felt or that my friend felt. She told me at one point. Um, she looked me dead in the eye and this was after she had been hospitalized. She was like, I don't have a soul anymore. It's gone. I'm a monster. And it was just so wild. She just said it so matter of factly. And she was such a beautiful spirit, Mm -hmm. you know? Uh, So if we can, like, we need help in this country with healthcare anyway, (laughs) but we definitely need a lot of help in mental health resources and we need to make it accessible to everybody and we need to take away the stigma of it as well. I'm on two different types of medication for my depression and I still like, you know, it's, it's a balancing act. It takes work, but it's worth doing. And those days when I feel really good about life and I'm being productive and my relationships are good and thriving, those are the days that I'm like, I'm on the right track here. So when I have the bad days, at least I can remember that, you know, something good is happening and I have something to work towards. Well, I'm sorry about your friend and, but, and, but I'm also, um, inspired by your, your passion, you know, mm-hmm. for the topic and yes. for the, uh, awareness. And I think that, you know, Recifest is something that, um, is, is going to speak to everyone to your point. Um, in, in bringing that awareness to the, to the forefront and turning that into a, a, into positive energy, um, with lots of positive experiences, um, not only there that day that's, that's coming, but, you know, to take that, you know, forward, your, your, your music, um, is an outlet obviously that helps generate, um, you know, happy pop vintage soul filled, 
uh, music that, that everyone could enjoy. So, And I'd, I'd also like to say that uh, I think it's very topical and very relevant right now that uh, polls that have come out have expressed that it's uh, that mental health issues are a top priority and they are they are a real problem with the with the younger generation and so we really want to help help make that change make that pivot and make it uh, make people feel stronger and more confident and and feel like they're part of a, a community that supports them. Yeah, I think that's such a big thing. Like, that's such a key point there, Scott, that a lot of the problem comes from when you feel like you don't belong yes. and you don't have hope for what's like people for people loving you. Basically, you just feel hopeless. Right. So if we can be a part of something that creates a community of acceptance and love and encouragement and encouragement and hope. Yeah. Like that's, mm -hmm. that's what I want to do. I want everybody to feel like they have a place in this world. Because we do. Because yes. we do. Because we do. <laughs> it all fits together. Well, that's, yes. that's an awesome message. Thank you. So with, um, we talked a little bit about your, you know, your, your recordings that are coming up, but, but let's talk a little bit about your live performances. You know, um, what, what, what's, t what's driving you to get to the stage? I don't know if I can put that into words. I'm <laughs> <laughs> a bit of a ham, I suppose. <laughs> She's sanguine for sure. I love it. I just love it. I get energized. So I, I've done a couple like, uh, like, try to do like live feeds and stuff like that with just me and the camera. And it's just so hard to get into that. I am such an energy person. Like I need the audience and I need fun. that feedback and we're just giving back and forth to each other. I'm going to tell you a funny story. <laughs> Jerry, I don't think I've told I'm you nervous. this. You're looking at me. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think if this was the same night. Drink. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not an avid weed smoker or any of that really just because the few times I've done it it's been not super pleasant <laughs> but there was one time <laughs> I think this was after you went home that night you came over it was like I took one hit and I was like Psoom! but after <laughs> just giggles. all the giggles after she left I watched a stand-up comedian and it was like I understood energy and I saw it was the weirdest thing I was like the comedian is a yellow and the audience is an orange and they're exchanging colors. Like that's the, that's the thing that they do. It's like an agreement. <laughs> it was like so clear in my mind, but I can't well, drop that. I'm like, the audience is really important when you're performing. Like, I don't know. It's, it's a, it's an exchange. I love it. It's addicting. <laughs> that's amazing that you use it colors, but it does seem like there is a flow of energy that there's a current or something. Yeah, there's a, a wavelength or something something that happens that's beyond sight and it's interesting to express it in colors that's a way to describe it mm -hmm. <laughs> but something it definitely is something like that you can feel it yeah for sure i mean i've seen the videos and i really again i, I will see a live show yeah. or two or three or four <laughs> but i but i do think that um the audience is part of the show definitely mm -hmm. you know and if you're lucky enough you know to to feel the performance, yes. then I think um, that's where it's really at. Mm -hmm. Yes. 
you know. Yes. And even with your original material, you know, that makes that much more special. So. Oh my gosh. So my my uh, song Country Air, it's really catching on in Delaware, like because it's about Delaware, where I grew up. But um, it was awesome at Natalie's. We had like a whole table like singing along and like doing yes. motions and stuff. I was like, this is amazing. You know, there's words to my song. Yes. <laughs> this is crazy. I can only imagine. Yeah, good for you. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we write things to be effective to listen to, and we write it to be effective, and and she's effective to watch. But when you go further and you actually feel, and that and that exchange goes on of the energy, it's just uh, way way above that. It's way above that. So mm-hmm. we set the stage with, uh, you know, we 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 set the stage with some beauty and some and some uh, delight and such but we but then when that magic gets added it's just a fabulous experience and it is an experience isn't it mm-hmm. it is <laughs> so how long are you high after a show probably a couple hours <laughs> and then yeah. a crash yeah oh yeah sometimes i can't sleep at night yeah after one so, i had yeah. two yeah. gigs this weekend one was at player's uh, patio and then the second one was um in Worthington area mm-hmm. patio and um and and I I um um always so wired after a show mm-hmm. it's at least a couple hours I was just curious with your energy ember you know it 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 goes it, it goes a little while doesn't it yeah it's, but it <laughs> depends on the time of day too <laughs> we have a couple well, shows like nine to midnight and i'm just pretty much toast after that but <laughs> yeah nine to midnight that's a, that's not a bad that's pretty common though actually it is i know but i've been i've done a pretty good job of keeping it like reasonable no. <laughs> i know my demographic <laughs> well so how many how many songs is that for you guys for your original material oh we mix do you jam like will you extend a tune oh for sure oh, yeah give yeah. me a little vocal you know yes we dance, do that on dance, dance time. Well, go ahead. An outfit change. Oh yeah, an outfit change. That's always kind of my thing too. Oh wow! <laughs> Especially at Natalie's. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we'll do a fa- we'll do my favorite things, which I stole from the Sound of Music because I just loved it, and we'll jam on that for a while. Yeah, because we jazz it up. We we definitely don't keep it. We, we started out sounding like the Broadway, and then we move away from that at some point, and it's kind of surprising. And then we just get the. The sax and the lead guitar and the keys and we and the bass and, and harmonica and we all just get to jamming on it. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it definitely deviates from the Julie Andrews version, and then and then pull it back in by the end. And oh, then wow. we have an original called Wolf Spider that we do that on too. It's pretty. Mm-hmm. It's basic chords, right? Isn't it very? Like, yeah, it's a fairly basic or, blues. Yeah, yeah. blues. It's very musical. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I actually play harmonica on both of those, which yeah. is super fun. <laughs> Good, that, you know, people say, "Oh, harmonica," but you know, there's an art to that. There is. Yeah, I'm <laughs> still learning, really capturing it. I'm finally getting it now. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. Oh, you're good. Oh, thanks. <laughs> She's got another amazing talent, and that is whistling. Oh yeah. Believe it or not, <laughs> that um, one you of know, your songs has has, or was it was it one or more? More now. Okay. We're we're working it in because she developed a whistle that is very non-standard. It's very amazing. And mm-hmm. it sounds a little old-fashioned, but it's very, very beautiful. It's kind of part of your vintage vibe, though, right? Exactly. Yeah. 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 I always thought it was just an annoying habit. 
So um, when I was in high school, I had a job in a grocery store and there was this little old lady that worked in cleaning and my job was literally to walk around and help people. And I would just hear her like soaring through the store it was just this beautiful, voluptuous, yummy whistle, just like big and full and vibrato and all that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I want to whistle like that. <laughs> and so I started practicing. So, and then, yeah, I just annoy my husband with it mostly, but <laughs> and my coworkers, <laughs> but then we went down to Virginia to record this album and Finestra was like, that's amazing. We got to put that in your records. That's going to be your thing. And I was like, what? That's mm -hmm. nuts. There's no way. But yeah, it's turning out to be like a thing. <laughs> we, we put it on one of the Christmas songs on our album also. And so we, we had already seen the possibility, but he just really expanded on it. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. going to be in Keep It Simple, which is coming out. Mm -hmm. Oh, good. When's that one coming out? July. Uh, July. July. Yeah, okay. First week so July, it's on your maybe. album. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, well, we'll keep an eye out for all this stuff. You got a lot going on. Um, yeah. So, do you have a tour planned for, for to support the album? Not yet. We have a fundraiser going. Okay. I'm asking okay. people, please donate, and you'll get awesome rewards because we have things like free merch, free digital downloads. I have a private Discord chat room that people that donate are the only ones allowed into. So we kind of send each other memes and behind the scenes stuff and. Um, this is where Jerrica really knows more than I do, but mm -hmm. <laughs> she's my techie girl. She's um, great with guidance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she really is. Yeah, so lots of fun stuff that they can get in different tiers, like depending on how much they give. But we're not, you know, I was hoping I would like, I will yes. fundraise. 10000 is what I'm shooting for to help with like marketing and paying all the musicians what they are worth and you know, I just want to, I want to do it right. So, but we're only at like 700 right now. So, all right. So, <laughs> I mean, if go. anyone's listening and they want to, you know, be part of the project, where, where would they go to, to, uh, be a, be a part of the project and, and, you know, contribute accordingly. Yeah. You can see any of the tiers on my website, www.embersolease.com. And that's with an I Ember. Um, and you can see all the tiers listed and you can donate there. Or my Cash App, Venmo, and PayPal are all Inverse Solis official. Okay. That's cool. Very cool. Yeah. Trying to be organized about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, 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 I look, I see everything that you do um, out there on, you know, social media. And, um, that, you know, you're saying you enjoy creating, you know, those presences. And they're all, you know, they're pretty well organized and, you know, professional. Thank you. Um, I think uh, that the album is going to be exciting, though, you know? Yeah, it's definitely different than our stuff that we have out now, just because we're trying to, like, focus in on one, it's soul. Like, it's it's fresh soul, but it's soul. It's not neo-soul, but it's soul. <laughs> it's new soul. I don't know. It's so, deep soul. Deep soul. <laughs> yeah, baby. So. <laughs> but vintage, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's what we're going for. Yeah, you definitely, you definitely have more... Um, you know, I know Scott's here. He, he co-writes, um, and he, he plays uh, keys. Mm -hmm. um, but you have other instrumentation in yes. your production. 
uh, are they regular players or are they session guys or gals? Yeah, there are guys. <laughs> My boys, I call them. <laughs> <laughs> so I got Jesse on drums. He's also our sound guy. He's got like all the things and knows everything. He's got his own sound company. He's such a blessing to us. Like yes. I can't, he just dropped out of the sky. Um, and it's, what's weird is he used to play in a band that I used to scat with in college. <laughs> So when he yeah when he sent me his reference video and that was up in Akron, when Kent he sent me this video of the band that I used to scat with and I was like wait what <laughs> I was like you play with them that's crazy yeah. so there was that and then we have John on bass and he's from Delaware which is my hometown so we had that to connect on and he's incredible with funk oh he's so fun to watch too yes. he just gets right into it I love it yes. <laughs> most bass players are just yeah. <laughs> Yeah, energy, energy is about, you know, mm-hmm. everything. Right? 98%. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He pushes me for sure, and that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Mike Folker, who is the owner of Bossy Girls, pinup joint, co-owner. Um, he's our guitarist. Mm-hmm. And then we have Aaron that just joined on saxophone, and he's killing it mm-hmm. with the jazz licks. Good deal. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a lot of fun. It it's is. a blast. Yeah, your show's... Um, you have a lot of video out there, so you get a good sense of, you know, what you're all about. And um, that's good to hear. <laughs> yeah, it's and it's fun music, and you know your energy. And um, what are you thinking about when you're performing? Wow, nobody's ever asked me that. Um, <laughs> or feel. No eye contact. What's that? No eye contact. No eye contact. That's mm-hmm. one. Yeah, like always above. <laughs> I have ADHD, so like if I look at something shiny or something's happening, You'll it can stop. it can pull me right out, and yeah. I'll like forget the words. <laughs> it happens more often than I would like mm-hmm. it to. But um, I'm thinking about: Am I being balanced as compared to the rest of the band, and what I'm doing, and my energy levels, and who I'm in, interacting with? So it's really more about that than anything else. I'm trying to be a good performer when I'm on stage. So you're serving the the experience mm-hmm. and everything that's going on around you. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 interesting to know. And it I seems like she's always thinking about the delivery and how it makes it to the audience. Um, I'm reminded of a time, if you don't mind, I don't, I'm reminded of a time that we were at a gig and she... I actually felt a little insecure. I won't give the details of it, but she felt like, you know, the people in front of us were awfully good and the and the venue was uh a you know, a not necessarily an easy one and she but she went and she meditated a while and she focused a while and when she came out, she was a whole different person and it was like no one's going to stop her. Mm-hmm. And she delivered incredibly i mean she made even the band members go wow what just happened so she's got she's got an extra gear or two that she can pull out and and i think she's learned to tap into that where she uses it all the time it's not just when she needs it it's just part of her performance now yeah i i do meditate before every show um Mm -hmm. anyway just it's a quick like 10 minute meditation and it's 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 actually a sports meditation where you are focusing on when you did something really really good and you felt really proud of yourself and it was just a really good moment in your history of performance and you like 
the meditation puts you back into that moment and you can feel that pride and let empowerment and the creativity that came with that. And it just puts you right there. And it just, it, it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it oh, does. Sure. It works really well. Adds a lot of confidence. <laughs> she she <clears throat> came out as like, nothing's going to bother her. It's just going to be excellent and nothing's going to yeah. get in the way. Because there's only one of me. Like we don't, I don't, I've never seen anything like us. And that's a lot of artists, you know, that's how you should be. You should be presenting your unique craft. But I think when you start to compare is when you're going to get into trouble. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you don't compare yourself to anyone, is what you're saying. I try really hard not to. And you, you, you meditate with with what you just described, and that brings you in to to bring it to bring it to the stage. I also set an intention um, before I meditate. I set the intention like uh, when I'm interacting with the audience, they are going to leave this place feeling better, and that's my intention for the show. Oh wow. It's really uh, it's spiritual. Yeah, it is. It yeah. is spiritual for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's that's um, it's inspiring. And it works. <laughs> and I've watched it. I've watched it time and time again. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Thanks. So um, there's a lot coming. You you guys have a lot going on. Mm-hmm. You know, it's exciting. We can stay in touch with you on the. Uh, the the platforms we can put some links in the uh this particular spotify uh well i think right now it's only on spotify but there'll be other platforms but this podcast um uh, description we'll put we'll put the links in um i know you have your uh, your girl here um and uh we'll, <laughs> we'll tap into those skills to you know find polish some of the uh the things that that i'm directed by your by your manager over here. Of hey, Jerrica. I am kind of bossy. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I like her. Yeah. That's cool. Jared, what do you, out. do you think that, talk, talk about me as a kid a little bit. Did you see this coming? Oh, um, well, yeah. I mean, I was, just been quiet. I went to school with you. Yeah. <laughs> I was there for the auditions. You're right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like you're, you're a ham. I remember, uh, <laughs> I remember, like, um, I always wanted to write, and so, like, I would always be, like, writing plays on recess, and you would always end up with the lead, not just because you're my best friend, <laughs> but because you deserved it. <laughs> did, we, did we have auditions? We never actually did them. We just did the auditions right. for them. <laughs> I remember we made curtains for the 101 Dalmatians once. We, yeah. like, stole sheets and spray-painted <laughs> black spots on them, and then we were like, yeah, I'm tired. We're not going to do the <laughs> And I collected like a million stuffed dogs. Yeah, that's right. I still have some of them. (laughs) We do. Oh, gosh. That's great. And, you know. um, When you guys go on the road, though, do you travel in the same van? Usually Jesse travels on his own with all the sound stuff. And that tends to be his preference. Uh, So we'll go separate from him. But uh, we haven't done a lot of traveling at this point. So since it's been nearby, we might look for efficiencies but for the most part it's not a big thing so uh, now when we go to uh, Myrtle Beach uh, Anne will go with her family and she'll get some family time also so we'll travel separately uh, I was going to say uh, that that amps up the, the crazy story ah, yes. chances <laughs> you know, when you start traveling together uh, yeah it's fun um, well yeah we did I did have a little bit of a crazy story with my oh. three of us drove together oh. Go let's let's yeah. go ahead and hear it. Uh, oh, yeah. Or not. Yeah. Go ahead. 
Um, so we were driving and there's all the hills and I don't really like, it feels a little claustrophobic and I get a little nauseous. Where were you going? Virginia to to record. Okay. Yeah. With Finestro. Um, so I was like, oh, I'll just have this edible nerd rope and I'll just take a little bite and I'll feel good. And then I accidentally ate half of it. Accidentally. <laughs> were, you, were you the one driving? No. no. <laughs> Luckily, Ember was driving. Um, yeah, I get major motion sickness too. So I was like, I have to drive. Like, that's yeah. the only, I drove the entire way there. <laughs> so right. I had a full on panic attack and she's like rubbing my leg, like, you're still here. You're still here. It's okay. <laughs> You're in a safe place. <laughs> Let's, like, let's listen to Len's podcast and put us to sleep. <laughs> Your voice is very soothing. <laughs> we were like that for like, I don't know, a good half hour. And then we stopped and Scott had no idea. That's he true. thought I was totally normal. And I was like, oh, I pulled this off. That's <laughs> true. I was oblivious. Yes. Well, yeah, I mean, that happens. And you were driving... Ember, so you didn't nibble on this material. No, 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 no. Okay. No. I don't like edibles. Either. I can't. I just, I've had bad, bad experiences with mm-hmm. those. <laughs> so, you know, how common in your world of music is the uh, paraphernalic uh, type of lifestyle? I have not come across as much as I thought I would <laughs> oh, at really? this point, <laughs> which means I probably haven't hit it that big yet. <laughs> I'm sure it's coming, but yeah, I'm very much like, I mean, I stopped drinking alcohol for a month and a half just to kind of clean my system out. I'm never going to do hard drugs or anything like that. So pot is about as as far as it's going to get for me. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. (laughs) And it's just, yeah, that's probably an unfair question, a little bit out of bounds. So apologize for any uh, invasion of privacies, (laughs) but uh, that, you know. Take it easy over there. Yeah, <laughs> Jer. On the other hand, I yeah, have not had an edible since. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. I think another unique thing uh, that Ember brings sometimes, especially with our duo, and she's doing some with the band too, is if it's the right audience and the right setting, she'll dig back way in time. She's a historian. And she can dig back into the 1920s, 1930s, 1940s. And so sometimes we put our set list into an order and we go through and play like a history of music, including songs that we write. Sometimes we write songs to be for a certain era and we put it in that mix. And so it has the flow of that as if they were written back then, but they're still original songs. So we just find that uh, we have a we have an unusual uh, forte in that and you know that you don't find with other bands and it really hits a spot with some people now it for others it's they they could have nothing to do with it but for some people it really warms their hearts and and is special now if it's a if it's a gig where that's not really in play then we'll go more for the rocking and, and all of that so we we can chameleon to what what we need to to make a mm-hmm. to make a gig successful i'm a sucker for a theme Give me a theme party, costume party, and now I can do it with my shows. So, <laughs> and what is, what do you find inspires you to write a new song? I have to wait for inspiration to hit. I've tried to force it before; it doesn't work. No. <laughs> um, but uh, it's usually when I'm really feeling very emotional. I'm like, I need to write now while it's hot, you yeah. know, because otherwise I'll just 
talk it away and it'll fade. So yeah, I, I do carry my notebook with me anywhere I go. And then sometimes like for country air, I was just driving down the road and it just popped into my head, like the little lick for it. And I put it in my, my voice memo real fast and I sent it off to Scott and then he wrote the rest of the song, like the music to it. So it's a good team. It yeah. is. You can tell. It is. Yeah. Because it was so solid when she gave it to me, I, even though it was only a small part of it, it was so solid that you could almost feel the rest of it, or at least I could. And so it, it's, it's just been wonderful that way. It's been, um, it's been magical. Very natural. Mm-hmm. That's, that's really, you know, really exciting to hear that. And it's, uh, and her emotions, it's not always positive emotions and it's not always negative emotions. It's all over the place, which mm-hmm. really is where her name came from. Ember, Solise is Latin. Ember means cloud. Rain. And Solise means sun. And so. Ember means rain. Rain. Sorry. Rain and sun. Thank <laughs> you. you. Were, Why don't you, you take close, it from here? Man. It was close. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't mean to be that? accurate. I just want to talk. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, so rain, sun, rain sun. and sun, mm-hmm. representing the entire spectrum of human emotions. So I want to, again, going back to feeling accepted and humanism is natural yeah. and what you're going through is normal. And so I have songs about being really pissed off and I have mm-hmm. songs about being in love and mm-hmm. I have songs about jealousy. I have you know, all the things. So it's just, yeah. Yeah. And it's a happy day when she sends me a voicemail because now I've just, I've just got, you know, drop shipped a project to work on. <laughs> and uh, it's my favorite thing to do is then to convert it into a song. These are the days, my True. favorite days. It's <laughs> terrific. Yeah. All right. Well, um, Ember Solis, we're, we are uh, just about out of time here for the podcast, but you're welcome to come back. Thank and, you. And, you know, as things progress for you, right? Like, so with, you know, this time... Um, we have your album coming up um, to look forward to uh, Recifest in September 16th of 2023. The first of, is it going to be a planned? Yeah, uh, annual. Annual? I, okay. hope, I hope this so, This is yeah. the first one, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So we'll do everything we can to get the word out. Um, I'm a part of that as a sponsor. Good. Come and, be part of history. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it could be. Mm-hmm. Love to. I, you know, hopefully... You guys are going to become part of music history, too. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Keep yeah. rolling. And yes. um, we'll stay in touch. But, um, you know, um, next year or, you know, this fall, if you guys want to, if you feel that you want to come back and talk more about some some things you got going on, I mean, I'd, I'd love to have you guys back again. You know, Thank you. Or if, if we want to do a show on, on Scott Lee. Hey. Oh, okay. wouldn't that be interesting? Then we'll, then we'll bring Ember Solis. <laughs> yeah, she could be my sidekick. There you go. <laughs> You've got more she, history than I do. So. If she's available. You know. If I'm free. <laughs> Can I touch on one more thing before we go? I know we're sure. like out of time. But, yeah, got, no. um, today is Juneteenth. Yes. Yes. Oh, happy Juneteenth. Yes. And to you. And I just... So I, I started working in graphic design for a nonprofit called community arts network in Delaware. And their focus is providing scholarships for black students going into the performing arts. So I was like hundred percent, I can get behind that. So I'm working with them to like build the website, do all the graphic design logos, things like that. Um, but they kept asking me, I've been performing at these fundraisers and they're like, talk about what black music means to you. And I'm always completely flabbergasted by that. I just have had a really hard time answering that, which has bothered me. 
I'm like, why is this so hard to answer? I know it's important to me. Like, mm. you know, so I think I, it finally kind of hit me today as I was driving home from work that asking me what, why black music is important to me is kind of like asking why air is important to humans. Like black music is everything that I love about music. It's the jazz, the soul, the rhythm, the blues, like the heartbeat of music. We can't separate at this point music without including black music into it. And the other second kind of half of that for me is that <clears throat> like growing up as such a perfectionist and always under such a microscope of what I'm doing with myself and like the eating disorder and all that, my whole life has felt very restricted for my own doing in society. But with black music, there is a freedom within it that I think can, could have only come from them because they were so repressed and that was their outlet to make beautiful things happening. So it has carried on through centuries. And I think that, um, it's just, it's, it's everywhere. We can't, we can't, like I said, we can't have not have music without it. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's the freedom, the freedom of it. When I, when I learned to scat, I had to get out of my, my head and learn how to freeform. And I had to, you know, like this whole soul journey has taught me how to be confident with my, my scales and my notes. And so throwing your notes. Yeah. Throwing the notes in the air. Right. That's oh, bless you for saying that. I mean, yeah. it's well stated. Oh, and I feel that. I, and I'll have a story for you when we when we go here. This is going to cut us off. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, but and I don't want to cut you off because I think what you said was um, uh, genuinely felt. And, thank you for uh, having so us. So everyone, absolutely. Thank, thank you guys you. for coming. Yeah. Thank so you. Much. Yeah. So, you know, Ember Solis, there's there's more to come with you. I'm Lots sure. More. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, keep keep rolling. It's great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all. All right, everyone, that's a wrap for season nine of Columbus Local Podcast. Thank you. Have a good evening. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> you never whistle.